In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And I'd like to thank all our listeners for tuning in each week. And we do have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. Now, if you're new to this series, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact, globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we have talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business solutions that may impact you or your individual career. So please download us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, or listen to us live 3 p.m. Tuesdays, Pacific time. And you can listen to us and get great advice, leadership success stories that you can learn from, stories that can motivate you, stimulate new ideas, and possibly even be the key to your success. I invite you to connect with me Send me a mail at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Connect with me on my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. And let me know what you want to hear about. I'd love to get a mail from you. So if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international, make sure you join us, international or local, make sure you join us, and we'll make sure that you take home something for your business yourself. Now, we're going to talk about marketing today, one of my favorite subjects. So we all know that marketing is... Is really changing quickly, okay? You know, all we have to do is blink our eyes and there's something new on the horizon. I mean, the big guys like Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google have really redrawn the customer buying journey and redefined how companies and consumers interact with each other and how companies and what companies need to do to market to their consumers today or their customers today. Now, what's happening now is just the beginning. I mean, technology and tools continue to advance and digital channels continue to expand. Measurement tools are getting better and better. And that's quite important for companies because in the end, marketing is about ROI. And then we have artificial intelligence, AI, and this is automating processes and helping companies measure ROI while enabling many forms of consumer engagement. Now, in the upcoming years, I need to say marketing is also going to change. It's going to be more and more. But what are the best practices today? What? How do you develop a sound marketing strategy with all these possibilities? And the question is, you know, how do CMOs and companies really keep up? And today we're going to talk to a marketing expert who will help us understand what's going on in this turbulent world of marketing. Neil Cohen has more than 40 years of experience creating, building, and managing brands from startups to Fortune 500 companies, including some such as Hilton, Arby's, and McDonald's. He is currently the VP of Marketing at Miyoko's Creamery, and they're a maker of cheese 
crafted 100% from plants. And I do have to add, I've tried things when I tried them when I was in California, and it's really good. So pick some up. Now, <laughs> Neil has consulted. He has consulted. I just had to throw that in, Neil. Okay. <laughs> so now, Neil, <laughs> yeah, Neil's consulted with companies on marketing and business innovation. He teaches marketing at San Francisco State University College of Business. He serves as an advisor to three startups in the Silicon Valley, um, Startup Mexico, Puerto Rico's Parallel 18, Santiago's uh, Startup Chile, as well as San Francisco's Indie Bio, Bio Accelerator, Terra Accelerator, and Singularity University. Neil has consulted with many consumer brands, including Hewlett Packard, uh, Pyramid Brewing, Yahoo, San Francisco International Airport, and many more. Now, prior to consulting, he held executive marketing positions at many top brands, and he was the founding partner of agencies Gellum and Gray Communications and Douglas Consulting Group. Uh, Neil sits on the board of San Francisco State University's University Corporation, UCorp. And last, I have to say this, Neil, and I'm really sorry about this. Neil's also a San Francisco Giants fan, and that's coming from a Giants. It's coming from a Patriots fan, okay? So I'm a Patriots fan. So uh, welcome to the show, Neil. (laughs) Well, thanks, Kimberly. I appreciate it. That's quite the introduction. (laughs) So so let's just just talk about – let's just kind of go to the beginning a little bit as a marketing expert. expert there you see you see big companies as well as smbs jumping in and just jumping into the trends of everything out there okay and sometimes not really forming a plan or a strategy um what would you you know how do you form a strategy today with all these opportunities that are out there well you know so much has changed in uh in marketing, uh, Kimberly, as far as uh, tactics, uh, but the the core principle of marketing is still the same. A hundred percent of the time, it's what problem are you solving uh, for the customer? You know, it doesn't matter whether it's business to business. It doesn't matter whether it's uh, uh, consumer packaged goods. It always starts with some sort of pain uh, that the consumer has, and can you? convincingly tell a story uh, that lets them know that you can solve that pain for them, that it's, it's something that's important to them, uh, that they would, uh, that they would uh, hand over their money uh, for your goods or services. So I think that's the initial starting point, which is, you know, what problem are you solving? You know, if you look at the next thing, and, and, and you hear this all the time, and I think you're alluding to it, it's like, what's your What's your social strategy? And, you know, I always laugh because there is no social strategy. Um, uh, it, there's a marketing strategy and then how does social or how does broadcast or how does out of home or any of these other tactics work in to support uh, how you tell your story. And so I think the challenge that most people have is they don't start with a great core uh, uh, message. Um, and and if you, that's the starting point for any great marketing. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because the stimulus out there, there's just so much out there? And um, okay, big companies will probably have more professional marketing departments. But you know, when you get to the middle size or the, the you know, the SMBs, um, they're just overwhelmed with this. And, right. and they're kind of for, forgetting to start with the core message. So, um, right. you know, how, how did how do you help them refocus on that? Well, well, that's that's the trick, isn't it? You know, focus mm. is in short supply. I, I, you know, one of my 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 favorite little sayings is, you know, the the second hardest thing to do in business is to focus. The first hardest thing to do in business is to stay focused. Mm-hmm. You know, we're you know we're, yeah. we're, we're <laughs> right. You know, you're you're you know, it's so easy, and uh, you know, everybody says like, okay, we're going to focus, and you know, I'm a big believer in like, what's that one thing? Let's focus on it, and then and then the top people, yeah, but you also have to say this, and you also have to say that, and you also have to say this, and 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 as soon as you start saying everything, you say nothing. And so this gets back to your core point a couple of seconds ago, which is there's so much stimulus, there's so much noise. With all that noise, if you don't have a singularly focused message, if you don't have just one thing to say, you are going to get lost because even as a small business or a medium-sized business, you have limited resources. If you try to say too much, it's just going to get so diluted uh, that nobody will ever hear you or understand what you're all about. So, so focus is the key, and, uh, and, and it's hard for people to do because they mm-hmm. think they need to say more where actually it's an act of reduction. Uh, mm-hmm. The less you say, uh, the more you'll get your message across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's true. And I think with all the stimulus pe- uh, companies, especially smaller ones that maybe don't have the resources as larger ones, forget that. So let's just say, you know, we have that message, okay? How do you start then deciding which channel is best for you? Because you can't use all, I mean, ex- using every channel will exhaust probably your entire budget. So how do you decide that? Well, you know, and this is this this gets down to now strategy and how you're going to communicate. And with 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 any uh, marketing program, you know, you really have to understand your customer, uh, regardless. Again, let's say B two B or consumer. And uh, a lot of times, people uh, spend time on the demographic, like you know, it's a uh, female, you know, race, age. Um, where they live, that type of stuff. But really what's more important these days is how people think. Um, And, you know, we call it psychographic, of course. But um, if you understand how people think and who your customer is and how they think and what they're doing in their day and how they spend their day, then it starts to determine a little bit better um, um, where you go and where you talk to them. And so if you're talking to uh, uh, a 25-year-old woman who's, uh, and I know I'm starting off with that, but let's say she's trend conscious and uh, uh, and wants to stay with the latest fashions, and that's her psychographic, then, then Instagram is probably a great place to reach that person. If it's somebody like me, who's kind of an old white guy, uh, uh, you know, you might not find me on Instagram and TikTok. And so, um, so, so you, you have to be able to kind of parse these things out. You know, people say TV is dead, but I just recently uh, did a campaign uh, with a client before I joined uh, Miyoko's, uh, which uh, we did a TV campaign 
and they saw massive double-digit increases and stole market share from their customers because they knew who their customers were. They knew where they were. The media strategy was on point. Uh, they, they reached them on the, the, the shows and the times that would have made sense. And, uh, and, uh, and it was the driver. I mean, it wasn't the single thing they did. They integrated it with, you know, freestanding inserts and stuff at, at mm-hmm. point of sale. Yeah. But, but the campaign was was massively successful because they understood who their customer was. So completely different, you know. So if you're Kylie Jenner, you know, you're on, you're feeding the gram every day, and you become a billionaire selling makeup to to 19 year olds. If you're this frozen food company, you know, TV was the right way to go, and it and it generated incredibly uh, a, an incredible amount of incremental sales. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you, you. Uh, I just want to stay on that, and maybe using this TV. How do so? We get this out there. We decide which way we're going. Our democratics. Who you're going to, you know, target. We know what we're going to say. How do you then measure success? <laughs> well, there's there's a there's an old famous saying, and you know who, do, who I don't know who to give her credit to, but they say half my marketing dollars are wasted. I'm just not sure which half. Uh, <laughs> I know I've seen this from many board presentations I've done. So what's the what's the success? What's the ROI? Okay. So how do you how do you do that today? Well, you know, it, it starts off from from the very beginning of when you decide to deploy a channel, which is you have to come up with some um, uh, some objectives before you start. Yeah, right. You know, so that's the biggest problem. People kind of dive into things. And it's like, what are we trying to accomplish here? And so you have to set. Uh, some uh, clear KPIs uh, before you enter into it. And, um, and some of them can be soft. Uh, you know, uh, we recently, you know, uh, announced uh, something. I think we're, we talked about talking about this, this, this uh, uh, Miyoko's Grilled Cheese Nation food truck tour. And, we, uh, and we're going to go drive around the United States and serve free grilled cheese sandwiches of our great new cheddar cheese. Uh, and uh, that's you know made from oats and legumes, right? Uh, but yep. the, the point the point here is that you know there there's an article that went up in a in a publication. It was shared eighty thousand times, eighty thousand okay. times. It was shared. Okay, so you might call that a hard measurement. You might call that a soft measurement, right? Um, but you know when we went into doing this, we wanted to create virality. We wanted to to kind of motivate our fans uh, to action, to come visit, uh, to, uh, uh, to tell their friends about the food truck. Um, certainly when the truck leaves the station, you know, it's going to be number of people served and all that type of thing. But the return on this investment is, you know, we want people to know about this new product, understand this new product, so that when it comes to retail, they will rush to the store and buy it. You know, will it work? You know, knock on wood. But you have to set these priorities ahead of time. Uh, sometimes the return on investment can be over months, uh, many months, like in this mm-hmm. particular program. Other times, let's face it, it comes right down to did the numbers go up? And, mm-hmm. and with today's digital world, that's easy to see immediately. You start doing something and is it moving the needle? And you can change it in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, uh, but it all gets back down to what did you decide you wanted to do with this before you get started? And a lot of people don't spend that time. You know, I always say, don't just do something, stand there, figure out, figure out what it is you want to accomplish, then start moving forward. Um, and, and, 
and, and that's expected from today's marketer is yeah. to really be able to drive home uh, uh, that this is going to create benefit. And, and some of them are, again, are soft, you mm-hmm. know, brand awareness, uh, excitement, anticipation, right? And some of them are hard. Did the numbers go up or not? Yeah. You know, did we steal market share or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and yeah. so those are the things that you have to decide before you get started. Right, and that that's good. You make make that decision first, and then, then you know, go forward. So we're going to take a short break, Neil. Um, and when we come back, I want to I want to dig into some of the channels a little bit more and talk about you know what's going on and which channels are moving faster and forward um, in marketing. And for our listeners, we are talking with Neil Cohen, and he has over forty years of experience creating and building and managing brands from startups to Fortune five hundred companies, and he is currently the VP of marketing for Miyoko's and it's a maker of cheese crafted 100% from plants and I have to say I tried this when I was in California and you couldn't believe it wasn't cheese. I mean it is cheese but it, you couldn't believe it came from plants. It was great. Okay, And um, he teaches marketing at San Francisco State University uh, College of Business and you can connect with him on LinkedIn under Neil Cohen and also his Twitter handle is at Cohen's, and that's with two N's. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, leadership and business expert. You can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds conferences every year, and the next conference will be held on digital marketing on May 24th to 26th in Berlin. For more information on this, you can go to www.cinda.org and go under Localcom 2020. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's time to future-proof your business. Join host Bonnie D. Graham for the Kinetic Enterprise, built to evolve, presented by Deloitte. SAP Solutions help you transform your business, and we'll start by going in-depth with topics and guests built around the four pillars of the Kinetic Enterprise, Clean, intelligent, inclusive, and responsive. Move in to the next level with the Kinetic Enterprise, presented by Deloitte, live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Your leadership journey must be a continuous process of education and improvement. If you think you've learned all you need to know, think again. Find out the latest from contemporary authors on topics from character to values and everything in between. Discover insights into servant leader fundamentals along with your host, Tom Crea. Tune into Your Evolving Leadership Journey, Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to leadership beyond borders do you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to leadership beyond borders at gmail.com again that's leadership beyond borders at gmail.com now back to this week's program welcome back to leadership beyond borders and today we're speaking with neil cohen and neil has more than 40 years of experience creating and building brands he's the vp of marketing for miyoko's creamery and he teaches marketing at san francisco state university college of business and he's an advisor to many startups in the silicon valley now neil we kind of talked about just kind of general marketing and then we just got to what measures success and roi um I'd like to go into a couple of the channels, okay, um, you know, and, and maybe are some channels better for other things, but I think, you know, everything is mobile today, okay? Right. Um, so, I mean, it, it's really the new norm, okay? Um, you know, but they do say that, that, you know, on advertising, mobile use is still not up, it's not 80% or 100%. Um, where do you see this going and what are the marketing opportunities on mobile? Huh, well, you know, so so that's a that's a great you know, notion. Like, you know, there's been this phrase out there in the world of business, and I'm sure your listeners have heard it, it's like mobile first. And I'd just like yep. to say to all of those people out there listening right now, just drop the first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We 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 live in a we live in a mobile world. Um, certainly, uh, people still have desktops. Uh, most of those are you know locked into place at uh, businesses. But um, but you know we're either on a laptop, which is you know a mobile device uh, for certain. But um, you know we're on our smartphones or on tablets. Um, and uh, and and you really have to think. Uh, in terms of you know what that means as a marketer, um, because we are in an always-on world now. You know, it's twenty-four-seven uh, wherever you are at any point in time. It's the data you want, or the information you want, or the entertainment you want um, on the device of your choice. 
at the time of your choosing, um, and, uh, and, and it's kind of incredible. Um, and it's really kind of changed everything about how you go out and reach people. And, you know, you've heard all of the, I think everybody's heard all the things. It's like, well, how do you, how do you market and advertise to somebody on a TV show or, or uh, when, you know, people are skipping through the commercials on demand? You know, I mean, the, the most, the, you know, the most press button uh, hyperlink on the Internet uh, or in, on mobile devices and digital is the words, uh, skip this ad. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I would actually like to know if anybody has ever looked at one of those ads that come on YouTube first. Okay. You know, so, I yeah. mean, <laughs> well, and, 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 the, and the thing is, is, is they can if it's, if it's done well. So, yes. you know, so to get back to your premise, you know, like, so let's just start with, we live in a mobile world, and how do you reach people? And uh, uh, and then and then and then what's happening on those devices? Because business is happening on those devices, B two B, as well as as business to consumer. You know, I, I think uh, when we first met, uh, I told you a, a stunning fact that in 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 the European Union, uh, mobile as a share of e commerce by twenty twenty two is going to be seventy three percent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people will be buying, you know, you know, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's going to be airline tickets. It's going to be hotel rooms. It's going to be um, clothing, uh, um, uh, or it's all going to be enabled by an app. Let's say, like an Amazon Go, where you just walk into the store and you leave. By the way, if you've never done Amazon Go, it feels like you're shoplifting. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's very, very hard for people like myself to walk into a store, grab what you want, and just walk out without feeling like you did something wrong. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, no, actually, I have to tell you, I, I, I brought my mother to one of those, and she was flipping out the whole time. So I mean, she was like, "Oh my god, we can't leave!" So yeah, right, yeah. Did we, did we <laughs> do something wrong? They're going to come chase us down the street, right? Exactly. Uh, and, uh, but so when you and you start looking at it, and then again, I, I've heard a lot of. Pushback from people, kind of from on the business to business, it's like, well, that's not how, like, you know, the IT buyer buys or the CEO buys and all that kind of stuff. And I say, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, bull malarkey, right? Because you know they use their mobile devices just like everybody else does, and um, and so you know your ability to um, adjust to this kind of new normal um, and reach people. Uh, when they want to be reached, where they want to be reached is kind of critical. And to how do you circumvent this ability to stream or skip uh, ads? And there are ways to do that. And if you're not smart and you don't understand, this gets back to your, you know, who your target audience and what they're doing, then you're not going to be picking the right channels and you're not going to be reaching them contextually. And we can talk about that a little bit. You're mm-hmm. not going to be reaching them when they're most receptive for the messages that you want them to get. But it really is all about mobility and hitting people um, uh, when they're ready for those messages. Mm-hmm. And, and and keeping that in mind, let's let's stay with that for a minute and talk about talk about that context and that content. Okay. Um, Right. How, how how important is that? I mean that's mega important. So uh, how how do you work with that? How do you figure that out? Well, you know, so uh, again, when we first met, I said there were kind of 
three ways that you kind of, you know, techniques that I think works, you know, and, and, uh, uh, you know, one of them is the idea of context, you know, when you're, when it's noon and you've got your mobile device and you're kind of walking around town, you know, uh, so at 12 noon, you know, you're looking to eat lunch, but if it's, if, if it's, 12 midnight and you're walking around town by the way like that's way past two hours past my bedtime but if you're <laughs> up and you can do it um you're probably looking for something else right mm-hmm. um you know either a place to get a late night drink uh a, a cool band to go see or some late night you know munchy eats mm-hmm. uh, and so so context is everything it's the same thing like like i said with b2b you know if you're at a trade show conference um, and you've got like, you know, a mobile app for that conference and you're getting push notifications or being reached about different things. It's a lot different than, let's say, um, if you're home or right. you're, uh, you're during your work day. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and so context is everything. And the ability to understand that and hit people at the right moment is one thing. On the other side, there's personalization. And, and you know, when you look at your smartphone and your iPad and even your laptop, you know, these are the most, you know, you know, they know every, they know more about you than you know about yourself. Mm. I mean, for, for, for God's sake, your, your smartphone knows if you fell down or, or you, you just went to the ground on purpose, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. okay. You know, uh, and so, uh, so, you know, understanding that all this data is on the phone um, and, and, and how do you use that? in a way that is what I call the good creepy versus the bad creepy, right? We've talked about this, you know, especially yeah. uh, with, with all the privacy regulations and things that are going on in Europe and especially here in California, right? You know, there are ways that people opt in where they like their data used. You know, like if you're on the Starbucks app, uh, but it doesn't have to be Starbucks. You can be a small business that's doing these kind of things. You know, they know my preferences. They know what I like. Uh, they know what I enjoy, and if I opt into that, they're going to give me the benefits against the things that I the things that I know and love, and I'm very happy about that. If you're you know if you're a consumer and you're working with Stitch Fix, and they know you know my fashion preferences and my ideas and what I like to wear and and all those types of things, I love a pushed recommendation of what I should be buying. If I'm on Nike Plus. You know, and they know, you know, my running habits and my style and I walk into a Nike store and they push me, you know, things that they know I like through the app. That's very enjoyable. Okay. Because these are things I know and love. And so, so if you can do the good creepy, right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) know, but then, then there's the bad creepy where, you know, you're out on the street and you see, this is a true story, a friend of mine, you know, saw an unusual uh, dog and starts talking with the person, I've never seen a dog like that, what kind of dog is it? And the guy said, this is the breed, and they have a 15-minute conversation, and then he gets back to his laptop, and on Facebook, he's now getting pushed ads, you know, for, <laughs> as dogs. a lover of these kind of dogs, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> okay, so, so that's the that's, bad creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, that Twitter and Facebook and everybody opts into because your phone is listening to you 24-7. You know, it's active listening, even though it only activates when you say, 
you know, the, the, the code words and I'm not going to say it right now because yeah. everything in you know, the room where I am right now will wake up and say, what do you want, Neil? Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, how can I help? You know, <laughs> oh. So they're just on, on, the, on this good creepy, okay? So let's just call it good. So we get this context and we have content, okay? And and clearly um, this content, I want to talk about engagement and how you right. um, get engagement. You have, a, you have a short story, I think, with, with what you did. But I have one question to ask you because I, I always have arguments about that. How everybody has different tastes, okay? So you have the yes. content and the content, the content reflects the product or so, your message, okay? How how do you uh, um, find the, the the right graphics and the right video? And how do you know that you're, you're – do you have to always do it to your target audience? Or just right. how do you know you got it right, I guess? Right, right. Well, you alluded in your introduction a little bit about, you know, artificial intelligence. And, you know, I'm just going to call it pattern mapping, right? You know, and it's really, it's really just, you know, uh, technology – has risen to such a point where it's it's really incredible what you can do to it, and you know, and uh, uh, I was having a discussion with a, a talented marker the other day about, you know, you don't look at them as consumers anymore. It's really each individual person. You can market to each individual person based on who they are and their choices based on if then logic right like if they do this then i do this if they do that then i do this if i do this and there are infinite number of journeys i mean if you just look at you know let's say a starting point if you send somebody an email newsletter uh right you know they've opted into you and you've sent them an email newsletter um and and let's say you have three places to click inside the newsletter but let's look at all the different options, right? You know, I could come in and I send you the newsletter. You might not open the newsletter. Well, that's one if then. If you don't open the newsletter, then what? Right? Mm-hmm. What do I do next? Right? Um, but let's say I do open the newsletter and I don't click on anything. Well, if then, you know, what if I don't click on anything? Then what do I do? What if, uh, if I open the newsletter and I click on this thing, but I don't click on the other things? Right? Yeah. Then yep. what do I do? Well, if you just look at that, um, just that scenario itself, there's tens of thousands of outcomes just, you know, uh, just from that alone for an individual, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, based on that path uh, that you can create with marketing automation um, uh, and, and uh, pattern mapping. And yeah. so when you ask, uh, but it really actually starts on the initial premise, which is have I opted into this brand to begin with, mm-hmm. which is, uh, let's get back to the very first thing we said, what's the one thing, what are you all about, mm-hmm. right? You know, and so if I've already decided that I want to opt into a brand, let's call it, uh, let's use Emirates, right? And I'm, I'm all about luxury in the sky. Well, you know, as long as it's about luxury in the sky, right? And, 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 and then, and then my options, you know, I'll opt into my own journey based on the ability of Emirates to understand my data, my preferences, what I like, what I like to do. You know, let's say with a company like us, uh, Miyoko's Creamery, um, you know, where she's crafted 100% from plants. Um, uh, but, you know, who are we targeting? You might think it's vegans, but we're really going after omnivores. So we're trying to go after, you know, people... Uh, because vegans and vegetarians, they'll opt into us naturally. But if mm-hmm. we're 
convince the omnivores to come on board. So how do you do that? Um, um, so sorry. Uh, 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 how do, okay, so let me start that over again. So how do we opt into, uh, have them opt to us because of the messaging? Messaging, yeah. Yeah. And, and then I think I think that's the point because then once you do because my other question is how do you get it right but I like this following the path because then I know it right and obviously if if this person isn't continuing on with my brand then I've done something wrong for that target audience and I have to reassess the the fact um, but that was a really good answer because I always have this debate with people on 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 how do you really get it right but Neil we're gonna have to take a short break now um, but when we talk about getting it right, uh, we should get engagement. And I want to talk about engagement. You have a great story that I've heard on on engagement that is around this uh, Miyoko's um, vegan cheese. And I'd like to share that after the break with our with our listeners. But for now, for our listeners, we are talking with Neil Cohen, who has more than 40 years of experience creating and building and managing brands from startups to Fortune 500 companies, um, including Hilton, Arby's, McDonald's, and many more. More. Now, Neil is currently the VP of Marketing at Miyoko's Creamery. Um, as I said, it's handcrafted vegan cheese. And I am not a vegetarian or a vegan, and this stuff is really good. So try some. Now, he also teaches marketing at San Francisco State University College of Business, and he serves as an advisor to many startups and you can reach him on LinkedIn under Neil Cohen. And his Twitter handle is also at Cohen's. And I am sure you can find Miyoko's Creamery all over social media and also on the web. Now, this broadcast is brought to you by Cinda, one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. And Cinda holds digital conferences in Europe each year, and the next conference will be held May 24th to 26th in Berlin. For more information on that, please go to www.cinda.com under events localcom. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's time to future-proof your business. Join host Bonnie D. Graham for the Kinetic Enterprise, built to evolve. Presented by Deloitte, SAP solutions help you transform your business. And we'll start by going in-depth with topics and guests built around the four pillars of the Kinetic Enterprise. Clean, intelligent, inclusive, and responsive. 
Move in to the next level with the Kinetic Enterprise, presented by Deloitte, live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Your leadership journey must be a continuous process of education and improvement. If you think you've learned all you need to know, think again. Find out the latest from contemporary authors on topics from character to values and everything in between. Discover insights into servant leader fundamentals along with your host, Tom Crea. Tune into Your Evolving Leadership Journey, Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And today we are talking with Neil Cohen, and he has more than 40 years experience creating and building brands, and we're talking about marketing. And he's currently the VP Marketing for Miyoko's Creamery. And um, you have a great story for us, because we just talked about, Neil, getting your target person, and, and but it especially on social media, it's all about engagement. So how right. do you get people engaged? And I think you have a great story that shows how you get people engaged. Right. Well, and, and so, you know, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. The great Andy Weedlin, and I'm going to tell him to listen to this. He's, uh, <laughs> he's been doing digital for uh, two decades. And, and he has a little saying that he told me, which is social mobile video. That's where we are right now in this stage of marketing, uh, that it's all about the social channels. It's all about mobile that we talked about, but it's all about video. And so now let me take a step back and what does that all mean? Um, a lot of people who are doing social right now, and you know, maybe they're targeting the right people, maybe they're not, uh, but it, it tends to be uh, very static. You know, photos um, uh, and, and there seems to be a lot of repetition and, and that's just not what gets it done. You know, people want to be engaged. And when I say engaged, they want to be entertained. You know, think about all the times you personally, Kimberly, and then all your listeners out there where you're bored in line, you're bored on the train, you're mm-hmm. bored on the bus, um, you're bored at work. I'm sure it's nobody that listening is ever bored at work, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, 
uh, and and uh, and we tend to grab these little snapshots during the day. There might be ambient noise. Um, you know, maybe you don't have your headset in. So how do you grab people in, in fun and entertaining ways um, uh, that engages them and wants them to participate? I will also say is that you have to understand, this gets back to understanding the psychographic in your audience and what motivates them. So if you kind of look at you know, let's say Miyoko's, we used to do a lot of stuff where we'd show them cheese platters and things along that line. And that's great. And that's delicious. That gets people excited. But you have to do, you know, more things uh, to get them because how do you take this, these fans, people who have opted mm. into you, who have liked you, who, who have gone out and said like, okay, I'm following you and you know who they are. How do you get them uh, to be part of your marketing? How do you get them to share and talk to other people and bring them into the equation? And it's not as easy as it may seem. But if you can, if you understand them, then you can do it, right? You know, yep. So we can do talk about a couple of things. Let's say with our with uh, Miyoko's, one of the things we're introducing, you know, these wonderful new uh, cheddar and pepper jack cheeses uh, and uh, uh and and uh, they're, they 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 taste as good or better than their cow dairy uh, analogs. Um, but how do you show that? So we went out and we did blind taste tests where we didn't tell people they were eating vegan cheese and grab those reactions, right? And so now we kind of edit that into kind of a fairly entertaining uh, piece and put that on. Um, our social channels, uh, but we didn't wait till the introduction. We've been doing this for four or five months to kind of build up anticipation, right? And, you know, we kind of had a cadence to this whole thing where, you know, we just started showing it, just started talking about it, and then started rolling things out. But each thing that we did fully engaged our audience where they're going like, oh my God, I can't wait to try this. Oh my God, when can I taste it? Um, uh, this is this is amazing. Where is it going to be, right? And so they they start adding their friends, um, and uh, to a point where then we introduce the food truck, right? Which we talked yep. about a little bit. You know, Miyoko's Grilled Cheese Nation tour, where now we're going to have this tour around the country where people are going to get to sample and taste this cheese, and now people are going online and request, oh, please come to our town, please come to our town. This is crazy, right? You know, but this is. You know, and 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 uh, and then finally, we just announced the tour. Uh, the the we just announced the uh, the tour, the dates, the actual dates. First, we announced the cities, and now we announced the actual dates. And I think it was just a picture of the dates. And within you know five or six hours, we had seventy thousand people view it and fifteen hundred people comment. Wow. Right? In just a yep. matter of hours, right? Yep. Um, and so the, the idea here, you know, that I'm just trying to tell everybody is that if you understand your audience, you know, how do you engage them? And like, so we've been creating these pop-ups, for example, where we just tasted a new pizza maz at a pizzeria and we geofenced uh, uh, ads, you know, just in those areas in Palo Alto and Monterey where we launched it uh, with a company called Pizza My Heart, this new fabulous pizza maz that goes on as a liquid and then it kind of solidifies into a stretchy, delicious cheese, right? Uh, mozzarella cheese. And so uh, we geofenced it and said, hey, we're going to be giving away free samples and we're going to be launching it at pizza. Hundreds and hundreds of people show up, 
right? Wow. Because, so this is how you engage how people. Engage you, give people them, yeah. you give them ways to participate that is experiential. The food truck is experiential. Pop-up tastings. We did a, once people knew that it was Miyoko's was doing this cheddar, we went to New York City, for example, and there was a, uh, there's a company there called Melt Shop. <clears throat> and in the in the heart of New York City on a Tuesday, uh, uh, where um, you know three o'clock mm. in the afternoon, we said we were going to be giving away four hundred sandwiches. At two thirty, there was a line three blocks long. <laughs> Sounds like when the new Apple phone comes out. Huh? <laughs> no, but, really, but, you, yeah. but you have to understand. Yeah. You know, you yeah. say, well, how does a small business do this? Well, yep. we, we we didn't we didn't advertise this. This is all through social and doing yeah. local listings. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, my point to your listeners is that even as a small company, if you're focused on an idea or a concept, like I said, the official cheese of OMGs, right. And you can show it and, and develop that persona and, and really stay focused and don't get distracted. And, you know, certainly understanding our audience, because when, when those people were lined up, when we had those three or 400 people lined up in New York city, three quarters of them were omnivores or what people call flexitarians, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, you know, they, they're like you, yeah, I'll eat it, but like, I'll eat meat too. I'll eat mm-hmm. cow dairy too. Yeah. You know, like, right. You know, only, only, a, 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 you know, a third or so of the people were vegans or fans of the Yoko's. Yeah. So that's, that's great. And that's a great example of, of, of really getting people engaged and, and a combination, Neil, also it's a combination of social media, um, location-based services, as, yes. as well as kind of, it's almost kind of like a, a using your own customers as influencer marketers, okay, which is also quite, so it's a, it's a great combination of all three. Um, I want to, I want to stay with, this for a second when we talk about location-based services, and I want to kind of go to to a couple questions of what you think um, that are a little bit <laughs> disruptive in marketing. Okay, um, right. You know, so, so we're doing we're personalization is so important. Okay, um, we talked about kind of good creepy, bad creepy. Okay, but there, there's so much legislation going on today, um, uh-huh. especially GDPR in. Um, in uh, Europe and followed by the California CCPA laws. Um, How do you think, do you think this legislation is going to affect marketing in the future? Yes. Uh, Well, look, already um, uh, Chrome independently has decided, uh, Google Chrome, that they're going to get rid of uh, cookies, first party Mm -hmm. cookies, right? You know, and and, and for your listeners out there, I'm sure they've heard of cookies before, but these right. are this is the the pixel they put on you when you visit a site, and then they track you everywhere, right? So that's yeah. how you get retargeted. That's how uh, uh, people know. Um, even if you're anonymous, when you come back and you give your email, then that lights up all your browsing activity, and they can see what your history is with them. You know, so so. You know, so that's that's going to be interesting because how do you know and understand your 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 customer now if you can't anonymously cookie them and follow them around? Uh, so that will change a lot of things. And again, Chrome is I think two thirds of all browsers. Maybe it's more depending on where you are. Maybe it's less depending on where you are. Um, uh, I would also say that you know a big issue that i really believe and we talked about this Kimberly when we first met is who owns your data right mm, yeah 
And so, so there's a big difference. You know, when, when I was growing up, you know, I watched TV and there was this little contract, right? Like, you give me free entertainment and I'll watch four minutes of commercials uh, every half hour. Yeah. Right? But that was very one way and there was no interaction. You know, but now you have a product, something like Facebook, where we're the product, right? You know, we are the product. You know, we're creating mm-hmm. user-generated yes. content. You know, we're creating all this data. And then, you know, the advertisers come in and are buying that product. Okay. So who owns that data? You know, is that the new contract when we go in? And I know, like, you know, Facebook is a free service. Twitter is a free service. Instagram is a free service. And we opt into these things with these user agreements that we never read. We never understand. Of not. Right? Right? Um <laughs> Uh, um, and they're super complicated, yeah. but and, and regardless of us opting into that, uh, you know, who owns the data? Who yeah. is really giving permission to do these things? I mean, and even then, the switches and things like they give you all the controls, but you have to have a computer science PhD to kind of sort through, you know, the menus <laughs> on Facebook, like on what you're opting into and what you're not. Like I often show people, like which apps are still tracking them because they opted in with a Facebook yeah. connect, yeah. like things that they deleted from their phones, like five years <laughs> exactly. ago, and people are still <laughs> siphoning their data on, a, on an ongoing basis. So, yeah. so, so no, just, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just yeah. going to make a comment because, because it was kind of funny because I was saying, Neil, that um, it, it also, you know, it's once you do it and then you go to do something the next time you go, how the heck did I do it last time? <laughs> But yeah, I think that's it. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I think that's an interesting thing that's going to come up over the next few years is who owns your data? Do you own it? Do they own your data? Who gets to sell it? You know, I, I see the emergence of data exchanges where people kind of opt in to sell themselves to the highest bidder. You know, if you want, you know, a 61-year-old Jewish male who lives in Northern California, right, (laughs) that fits these particular demographic profiles, you know, and you're a brand or product that's looking uh, for me, um, uh, uh, that I can go into like a data exchange and sign up and get paid for the usage, you know, and and sell my information to the highest bidder. I actually see that happening. Uh, I know I think, people have been dabbling around I, I think, the edges, but I see that's what the deal is. We're going to yeah. own our data and what we opt into. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I agree 100%. So, Neil, we're getting we're right towards the end of the show here. So um, we could talk probably do another whole show on data <laughs> because this is <laughs> right. such important. But um, <laughs> just in one big final parting word for our listeners who are in marketing, what do you think the most important thing for them to pay attention to and in in this new marketing world is yeah i'm going to circle back to the very beginning it's all about your one thing what is the pain you're solving and then how do you build a story after that don't get distracted don't load it up with three things or five things if you're all about everything you're about nothing and don't confuse features and functions speeds and feeds you know uh, you know, now wider, brighter with your core premise of who you are and why you exist. And, uh, and if you can get that right, uh, um, and, 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 and develop, you know, the right story behind that, then everything else flows from that. That becomes your filter. Okay. And so if Perfect. I were to give advice to anybody, that's what it would be. Yep. That's 
perfect way to end. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. And once again, our listeners, we've been talking with Neil Cohen, who has more than 40 years of experience in creating and building brands. And he also works with many startups in California and throughout the world, in Mexico, uh, Santiago, and a few other places. Now, he's currently the VP embarking for Miyoko's Creamery, and we talked a little bit about this great cheese that's out there. And he also teaches marketing at San Francisco State University College of Business. And it's been great having you, Neil. And for our listeners, if you want to reach out to Neil, you can reach out to him on LinkedIn under Neil Cohen. And that's Neil with N-E-I-L, okay? And his Twitter handle is at Cohen's. And also you can check out Miyoko's Creamery. And Neil, once again, thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Kimberly, for having me. This has been so much fun. It has been fun. It's been great. And uh, for our listeners, now, uh, this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. And Cinda is holding digital conferences in Europe. And the next conference is going to be in the booming tech city of Berlin. And that's May 24th to 26th. And it, they have a super agenda already online. So if you want more information, please go to www.cinda.com under events localcom2020 and part of that conference is going to have some networking events where you can meet and partner with other people including events at the SCC 360 degree Berlin Wall Museum which is absolutely incredible so go to cinda.org and visit Cinda in Berlin and I'm Kimberly Lewis your host leadership um, trainer and expert, business expert. You can reach me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And with that, please remember to tune in to us each week at 3 p.m. specific time on Voice America Business. And if you miss us, then go to iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and you can find us online. And with that, thank you so much and tune in again next week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.